0: Okay! (laughs) everybody get ready for the greatest sports show hour it's those dudes (laughs) we're back (laughs) one more time it's those dudes from exo sports talk episode number 26 we're gonna get it popping right now let's go fellas let's go what's up
1: What's, what's up? What's up? On? How's everybody hey, doing hey, out there? Hey. What's Good. up? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. <laughs> right, right, right. Love the Sir. brand behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all about that. <laughs> the
2: Steeler brand.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Get a yeah. Little what's up, Terry? T-
2: I'll get some black and yellow. <laughs>
0: oh man.
2: Anyway,
3: <laughs> at this time, XO Sports Talk would like to thank you for your support. We are now on all streaming platforms. Please feel free to post any comments and suggestions on how we can improve the show. If this is your first time tuning in or listening, please subscribe to the channel and tap the notification bell. Please continue to tell family and friends about the show. And we will also like to give a special shout out to our listeners in the Philippines and Canada tonight, tuning in. Once again, thank you. Thank you so much for your support.
4: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. We're going global. We're going global.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Gotta (laughs) love it.
1: Yeah. Been to Canada, Montreal, Quebec, (sighs) Toronto, Old Quebec. Damn, never been to the Philippines. I would love to go down there.
4: Hey. Yes. Yes.
1: Put it on the list. Yeah, it's on my bucket (laughs) list. (laughs)
3: Go live from there one day.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Malcolm, World Series update.
4: Yes, yes, yes. It was a great World Series. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. I called it, and they did it. Great job, Atlanta. ATL, stand up. Stand up, ATL. They won the last game with uh, 7-0. Great pitching. Great hitting. Timely hitting. Great job. The MVP. Jorge Solor, the guys from uh, – they, they picked him up halfway you know, during the trade. Uh, their trade deadline, they picked him up from Kansas City. The kid was a beast in the playoffs. He was a great addition yeah. to them. So, once again, hats off to the ATL and Atlanta Braves. Yeah, uh, good job. 26 years. By the way, there's somebody else who ain't won in 26 years, and that same year they won theirs. So, we ain't going to say no names yet. There's a <laughs> football team out there. <laughs> No it high hopes. Won't high, say hopes. A name. high hopes. Yeah. High hopes. No name. Yeah.
1: No name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: man. My hat, my hats off to Atlanta Braves. They represented the National League well, and they beat my Dodgers. So okay, Atlanta. I tip my hat to you. ATL. I love y'all anyway. Yeah. You had
1: no other choice. Yeah. They prevented you guys from going to the World Series. Yeah. Not yeah. doing. Yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> we'll be
3: back fine. Next Nobody yeah. remembers the runner up.
0: Who's the runner up? Who Who? Uh, Dodger Blue will be back. Go LA. I love LA. Yeah. Dodger who?
1: Yeah, here's a Uh, segment for you, Emerson. College football update, please. All right, man. Well, you got
0: scored, you got it. Listen, the AP Top 25 college football rankings has been bouncing all over the place. We got a new a uh, team that just moved into our top five, which I'm going to give you on tonight. But listen, um, those Georgia Bulldogs, listen, they cruise by the Florida Gators and routed them 34-7. They remain 8-0 right now. The Bearcats, the Cincinnati Bearcats, listen, they remain unbeaten right now with a 31-12 to blowout, another, another blowout win for the Cincinnati Bearcats. I'm telling you, that team is on the move. In Alabama, they stay they stay at number three in the AP poll this week on a bye week, and their next game they face some tough competition this week. They got to play LSU, so watch out. That's going to be a good game to watch on Saturday. The Oklahoma Sooners they're at nine and oh, and they remain unbeaten, and they put a thumping on Texas Tech, and they remain at nine and oh right now. And the game that I just had to go crazy over when I was watching it. The Michigan State, the Spartans, Woo! the Spartans, they came back in a comeback victory over Michigan Wolverines to win 37 Classic. to 33. What a game it was. I'm telling Classic. you, and that's an in-state rivalry right there. Yep. Listen, big hats go off to Michigan State. They were number nine. They just moved into the top five. Michigan State, watch out. That's Magic Johnson's alma So, he was, he was he was happy about that. So let's see what happens, y'all, going forward. College football, watch out. Everything changes week by week.
4: <laughs> one question, one question. Why Harbaugh can never win the big game with Michigan? Ah, you know why what? That's, <laughs> the question. That, that's My so cool. thing is, with all these coaches being fired mid uh, which is crazy, I think it's crazy, you know, firing at the end of the season, why does he still have a job? I mean, because he has done nothing for them.
0: He has a great resume, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know
4: he's 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 a hardball, you know. He's come a on. hardball, you know. That's it. but it is? You know, well, they can continue mean having a horrible this season. season. <laughs> they can continue having a hardball, horrible season.
0: Horrible. <laughs> well, I tell you what, they better, they better they better pick up the slack right now because I don't know what might happen come playoff time.
2: Maybe yeah. changes khakis and wears some jeans or something. <laughs>
0: That ain't going to help. Maybe you need to put on a a suit and tie like Dan Reeves used to wear on the sidelines. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: They are are alive tonight, folks. uh, (laughs) What's next? The NFL. Mama, there goes that bad man Aaron Rodgers into the doctor's office. Positive for COVID. Green Bay Packers in the NFL knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. Ooh. Emerson, I, I need I need some music from Brian first, though.
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you what to do. Uh, let's see.
0: Come on,
2: man! You have
3: potential.
0: <laughs> Good man. Listen, man. Aaron Rodgers, you know that he's he's one of my guys, man. That, that's he's just a great quarterback. But um, right right now with this COVID thing going on, he he fumbled the ball to me. Um, it's affecting um, too many people um, are at risk. Um, he needs to um, um, take the take this on the chin right now because um, there was a lot of controversy surrounding this this whole. Um, NFL season going forward that we was trying to make sure we can get fans in the stands and get back to some normalcy. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm a little disappointed on how this kind of played out. We're going to have to sit back and wait and see what the powers that be and see what happens.
1: Mm. Malcolm.
4: Let's call a spade a spade. He's a liar. Let's <laughs> be straight here. He lied to the reporters. Okay, if his team knew, and they helped the lie, they helped to the cover the lie. And if the NFL knew, somebody else who helped to cover the lie. So oh, I know wow, a, lot more, a lot more will come out of this as the days will fold. But let me say something: this man isn't vaccinated, and he's going in in the uh, conference room and in, in the press room with no mask, like he all Billy, like he's John Wick or Billy Badass. And not only that, he's touching other players and dabbing them up on the other teams after the game is over. Like, these people got family. Some of these players got young kids, you know, who are one and two years Absolutely. old, you know, and they got to go back to their family. My thing is this. They should not sugarcoat this. He better be fine. The team better be uh, fine. He better be suspended. I don't care if he plays or not, you know, whatever it is, especially me, he's a Cowboy fan. But that's beyond the point. It's bigger than football. The fact that he Absolutely. lied. Um. Uh, Was it? I'm monk, uh, not vaccinated. Um He's just. This is crazy. Key is if they covered it up, they better do some darn, some darn bit apologizing because there's a lot of people that should be apologizing because there's a protocol when he comes to work every day, he should be tested every day if he's not vaccinated. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they didn't do that. You know what I mean? If he gets on every plane, every every car or whatever car um, bus they get on and everything, yeah. he's with the team. He's with the yeah. team, you're hurting the team, but that's on them. I think it was a terrible job. If the NFL did have know about it, that's a terrible job in the NFL. And if the Packers definitely knew about it, that's even the worst job by them. I don't care Harry. how much you're paying them.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a good look. Um, as Emerson said, uh, he he looks socially irresponsible. Um, the thing I, I want to know is who is ultimately gonna take the fall for it. Because if they knew, and I've been saying, I, I think Aaron Rodgers, he's going to lawyer up. And why, why, why should he take the fall if the NFL knew and the Green Bay Packers knew? At the end of the day, if you go to work and there's rules in place and you don't follow them. It's up to the organization to enforce those rules. Now, I'm not commending him for it, and I don't think he should be let off the hook. But I'm very interested to see who's going to take the fall for this. And if they knew, well, I want to know what their reason was for him not following protocols. And what does that say? What, what message are you sending to the rest of the league? So uh, I want to see how this unfolds. Very interested.
2: Brian. Yep. -hmm. On that last part, what T just said, I got, we're going to see how this unfolds, but. Somebody's got to be to ultimately take the blame for this, and whether that be the team, the organization, NFL, or Rodgers. Um, but you do wish he showed a little bit more uh, ownership and mm-hmm. uh, what he's doing, uh, you know, and you being around your teammates and everything. And what impact will this have on the team? Will this fracture the team and half? the team be alienated by what he's done because people do it like Malcolm said people have families and their family members may have ailments so it's much bigger than football and it's more bigger than just yourself you have to think about others that's what this whole thing is about so I'm going to see what happens with this because um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it eyes are on the, the league how they do this certain people can't get certain uh passed by our uh, certain escapes or something like that mm-hmm. but, yeah I mean, that's what could,
3: gonna say. I mean it could put them in a bad light too because if, if you look at the NBA right now they're they're doing their due diligence and doing their job
1: yeah yep. the uh the person that I put the blame on is Roger Goodell. Mm -hmm. He is the NFL commissioner. He wanted a lot of power under the collective bargaining agreement with the NFL Players Association. They gave it to him. Mm -hmm. Roger Goodell was supposed to step in and say, stop right there. Okay. You put your mask on on the sidelines. You put your mask on when you come to the press conference. Roger Goodell saw Aaron Rodgers do the press conference with no mask on for eight games and said nothing. So a player, whether he's right or wrong, you are the commissioner of the league. And you're supposed to say, I don't care who you are. These are the rules. And he didn't do it. He let the player dictate to him. It's going to cost Green Bay Sunday. It's going to cost in the ratings on Sunday. So, good job, Roger Goodell. Huh? Huh? I don't think he's gonna be the Odell ball guy. Beckham but... of the Cleveland Browns father said Baker Mayfield stinks. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland oh, Browns man. organization said to Odell come into practice. Uh you can go home. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Don't 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 call us, we'll call you. Woo, they sent him home. Sent him home. Yeah. Now Malcolm. Yes. How do you feel about Odell Beckham going home?
4: Well, put it this way. He wasn't getting he wasn't playing anyway. I didn't know he played because they Baker Mayfield ignored him that much when he was running his routes. He said, You keep going, keep going. Uh let me throw it to Landry <laughs> so he can drop it three times. You know what I mean? While Landry got two people on him, I'm gonna throw it to Landry. While you got you basically beat your man on the out, and we ain't gonna throw it to you. The right was on the wall. They don't want nothing to do with him. They tried to trade him. Nobody would take that contract. Nobody. They said we don't want nothing to do with it. If you release him, we'll sign him for the league minimum. But like he said, they're playing games with him right now. Nobody's touching him. He's like a plague right now. Nobody wants to touch him. But. Like you said, you made your bet, not lying it, man. Like you said, they, they basically don't want to do what you they basically don't even call no plays your way. So it is what it is. And you're out there, you know, you just basically a decoy. So good luck.
1: <laughs>
4: you know, good luck, uh Cleveland.
1: Good luck, Odell. <laughs> Malcolm. Yes. You're a little, you're a little cold right now.
4: No, nah, those are facts, man. <laughs> okay. I was trying to straighten the facts.
1: Emerson.
0: You know, it's, it's, um, it's a little disappointing to me because I had Cleveland play, playing in the AFC championship game this, this year. Um, yeah, but, you know, you take Odell Beckham away from this team, um, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a playmaker in this league. And, um, you know, I think he's been frustrated over these last few games. Um, I think he probably had a talk with Keyshawn Johnson, and Keyshawn Johnson told him to say, well, throw me the damn ball. Um, And they haven't been throwing on the damn ball. So that's been an issue. And um, from what I understand, him and his uh, star quarterback, they haven't spoken this week um, since, I guess, last week sometime. That's not a good sign. There's so much confusion within the organization. Um, Is he on the team? Um, Is he going to be released? Like Malcolm stated also. So I'm not sure what's going on inside the Cleveland organization right now. But um, somebody better do something about it. Do it fast.
1: Hmm. Tell me what you think, Terry.
3: Well, I just think it's not. It doesn't look good for Odell. Um, like Malcolm said, nobody wants to touch that contract. Best thing that can happen for him is he gets released. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm really not a believer in. Baker Mayfield. Um, <laughs> not to say that he's not a good quarterback, but the man we just talked about, Aaron Rodgers, if Odell Beckham was on Green Bay, do you guys think that he would get Odell Beckham the ball? Yes. That that. Exactly. So, good point. I mean, <clears throat> again, it's just, it didn't work out. They tried it. And they try it again. Um, best of luck to Cleveland. But like Malcolm said, I I hope that Odell gets released so he can get on a team. Um, and again, it's not he's not off the hook because uh, he hasn't been OBJ in a while. We haven't seen him. Um, so wherever he goes, he's going to have to show and prove. So we'll see what happens.
2: Stay tuned.
0: Yeah.
1: Brian.
2: And I think OBJ still got some stuff left in the tank. Um I'm going to look at the offensive of coordinator and the head coach. Uh, film mm-hmm. doesn't lie. If Odell, if Odell is open, why isn't he getting the ball? Mm-hmm. What is going on? This wasn't just happening in one game. This has been going on for a while where he's been getting one reception, two receptions. Something's not Right and this team everybody had high expectations not that the season is over but you thought they were going to run away with it because they was stacked everywhere on paper
0: everywhere on paper
2: yeah you got a good running game you got good defense you got an elite wide receiver you got some other good wide receivers too but so there's no excuse and with t baker i think he's a good quarterback um i think they make him a little bit better than, um, I think he is. Um, so the coach needs to look at this situation and figure out what they're going to do. But if they release old BJ, that's good for him because I think he needs a chain of scenery and he's yeah. been pretty quiet. He hasn't really exploded. Like, um, you have seen past receivers have done. He's been pretty quiet about this. So, uh, We'll see what they do. It looked like they're going to release them.
1: Yeah, they don't have to. Yeah. Well, this is the last year on his contract that the money's guaranteed. Mm. Yeah. The uh, 2022, tw- 2023. Uh, he's got twenty twenty-seven million and some change on the last two years of the contract. None of that is guaranteed. Yeah. So, one of the problems I that I have is I would have sat down with him and said, Explain to me, was this your father or you that you yeah. went out of here? Because I have a problem with that. What his father said now. Every, every father's going to love his kid, but you also got to respect that this is your son's job. Whether, whether you agree with the quarterback, you still have to have a line to respect that this is your son's job. Your son is playing for a team. It's not that your son is playing tennis, golf, That is individual sport. This is a team sport where that you're taking players from all over, whether it's race, religion, bringing these guys together to play as a team. And they don't need a father to come on the sideline to tweet and say, the quarterback stinks. Well, your son was just sent home. Yeah. Now, I don't understand Cleveland right now you sent him home so now you're going to have to pay him for sunday so do you want to just release him of course they do or well if you want to release him why are you holding on two days cut bait don't keep him around and say well we sent him home day two but what makes no sense is this happened then
2: and the trade deadline just passed and they didn't do anything. They couldn't get anything for him. Well, I don't know about that. Well, eh, I guess. <laughs> it's that contract, Brian.
0: Yeah. It's that um, contract.
1: And, I, you know, I, I think they're looking that they're mad at Beckham, but for some odd reason, I think they still want to keep him. Because you you don't tell a guy go home for day two, if you had enough, goodbye, uh, adios. Day two, you still holding on to him. Well,
2: quick question then: who's that, who? Who would you say has fault, Baker or Odell?
1: Who would I? say? I say Baker. Before? You're the face of the franchise. If you're if you're watching the game.
2: Yeah, if we talking about yeah. If we're not talking about the annex. We are talking about on the field.
1: <laughs> if Baker, oh, if, yeah, yeah. if if I'm going by the field, Brian, I gotta go. I don't know. Baker, the, the wide receiver ah. can't pass the ball to himself. But the problem is, Baker shouldn't be in the game.
2: Well, that, that's what I'm asking. Uh,
1: if you know that, if you know that the guy's got a busted, uh, a damaged shoulder. And case Keenum is your backup, who's a pretty good backup. Why aren't you not playing him?
4: Not a throwing shoulders as other shoulder. Yeah.
1: yeah. But the thing about it is, you know, if you if you get sacked and you land on that shoulder. You you're not going to want to get hit anymore. Yeah, But this is more than
2: just one game. It's not just one. I game. mean, they've they've drawn
3: plays from what I heard game plans to get back the ball i mean i will have to go back and watch some of the games and see but i know they they do a game plan to get back the ball so why isn't he getting is he not getting open we need that, that yeah.
4: needs to be answered nah, he's
2: getting open they showed he's getting open so,
4: so. so what i'm saying
1: so do you blame the coach the offensive coordinator, that, yeah, film, <laughs> don't lie. I mean, do you blame the coach and say, hey, you know what? You got a bad shoulder. You're sitting. <laughs> Case, yeah. come in the game. Yeah. That, yeah. The coach, the coach says out. An, the coach had an out to say, you know what? You're hurt. You're looking at the film, and you're seeing the mistakes that the quarterback is making. No. You know what? I got Case Keenum. We're, we're, we're going to ride this wave.
0: But, it's the week of the backup quarterbacks. They all played well.
1: Stay tuned.
0: The yep. backup quarterbacks.
3: <laughs> what, Dill what, Green what, in the what, chat what, tonight. Duck in the chat.
4: You. What's Dude. up, Duck? What's up, Duck? Thanks Duck what's up, man?
2: <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Duck. Next week, you can call in. We'll have it all set up for you. So, <laughs> How about that? How about that, Doug? How about yeah. that?
0: You like that? <laughs> like that, huh? You like that, huh?
1: Uh... Pray for them, Daryl. Pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> Derrick Henry, Tennessee Titans running back. Foot surgery out for the season. Titan signs future hall of famer, Adrian Peterson. Emerson, how do you feel about that?
0: Man, devastating. Uh, Derek Henry was having an MVP type season. Um, He's the engine that makes that offense go. Um, It's just, you you hate to see this happen to a player of his caliber. He's a must watch. He's must watch TV on Sundays. You, You want to see Derrick Henry with the football in his hands, seeing a man of that size and as athletic as he is to be able to run people over and run around people and catch swing passes out of the backfield and just do all the things that he does on the football field. I feel uh, terrible for the Tennessee Titans um, organization right now uh, with this injury, but you're bringing in one of the guys that I have admired for a long time since he came out of Oklahoma, A.P. Adrian Peterson, I think he can come in there and do an out of the job um, helping the running game and trying to solidify that running game going forward. Um, he's not Derrick Henry, and we know he's not the Adrian Peterson of uh, five, six years ago, but I think he can give them quality minutes there in the backfield and be able to help them sustain some drives running and getting some of those tough yards or those dirty yards, as they say, um, going forward.
1: Malcolm. I tell you, this is
4: a crushing blow to the Titans. I mean, he's truly was in the MVP running because the man is truly a beast. He's literally carrying that team. Literally. I mean, the man's a great player. He's a great talent. You know, it's sad to see, you know, our good players in the NFL go down, you know, with typical injuries, whether it's knee, foot, or, you know, shoulder or whatever. It's it's sad when our great players go out, or any player for that matter. But, you know, uh, well, as far as Adrian Peterson, yeah, who knows? He might have found a fountain of youth. I doubt that because Ponce de Leon don't come through wherever he was, you know, so he ain't drinking that water. He must be drinking that Flint water. Anyway, <laughs> my point is, <laughs> my point is, the thing about it is the fact that, uh, you know, the Titans a crushing blow, and this might – this definitely changed the face of the AFC because he – the defense with him and the fact that they were moving the ball, the chemistry was just great, you know. So it's a tough – it's a tough blow for the AFC, you know, for football
1: mm-hmm. itself. Terry.
3: Yeah, it's, it's bad news um, for Tennessee. Like Malcolm said, they had good chemistry, looked like they found their rhythm and they were playing some good football. Uh, the good news is his surgery went well. Um, it's going to take him some time to rehab. They do have – they're still optimistic that he could return um, towards the end of the season. Don't uh, do it's, it. a long, it's a long shot, but, Don't you know. Um, but the other good news is they picked up Adrian Peterson. Um it's a good back. He is a, He is a little older now. We know what he has done in the past um, and you're not asking them to be great. You're just asking them to come in, take care of the football, uh, keep the defense honest um, so you can move the ball a little bit downfield uh, passing. The bad news is they start off against the Rams Sunday at SoFi. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not even sure if uh, Peterson's going to be ready for that game. And I know he has to do go through some conditioning drills. So, but we'll see. The journey's going to start now.
4: It's not going to matter. They would have lost anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother. But let me, can
0: I say one more thing about Adrian Peterson? He's a great blitz pickup blocker um, in the passing game.
1: They're going to need it against the Rams.
0: Yeah, definitely Vaughn definitely. Miller on there now. Yeah.
2: Brian. Yeah, that's another thing. I gotta see if Vaughn is playing. Um he hasn't anything left in the tank, I don't think. Yeah, it, it was heartbreaking to see that he went down. Um I know I had concerns about Henry having so many carries, he was averaging 30, 40 carries a game, and we I thought this may happen. Um, but they went back to the old recipe, which was winning. And it was giving Henry the ball. So yeah. what do you do? But picking up Adrian Peterson, I think it's gonna be a good move. I know he is older, but with the season only being half, uh, where we at eight games, mm-hmm. I think he can do it. I think he'll be fresh. Yeah. Stop not having to play a whole season. He got the same kind of running style, it's aggressive mm-hmm. and attacking. So I think he's going to be he'll be commendable for what they need. They'll still be able to run the play actions off of them. Um, I don't think they're going to win Sunday, but I think they'll be okay.
1: For me, um, I hate to sound like the mean old bad guy. But uh, somebody's got to do it. (laughs) You are. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Yep. I want Derrick Henry to heal from this injury. I, and I want him to have a successful career Mm -hmm. on that note, as far as the Titans organization, good for you. For the simple fact of this, Malcolm (laughs) Emerson, remember this Earl Campbell. Mm Mm-hmm they ran Earl Campbell right into the ground yep. and the organization said they would never do that to another running back again and if you remember they had about three different running backs for the Houston Oilers one was Rogier and i forgot the other two and they made a a promise as an organization that they would never do that to another running back. This young man, they were running him yeah. right down into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. With those many carries that he was getting, yep. you were bound to get something to happen. Yeah. And you had a draft. You went for defense. You didn't look to get, another running back to compliment this young man. It was Henry, Henry, Henry. Well, how many times do you think you're going to take a running back the size of that man and keep pounding him? That something's not going to give. And I hope that this is not the beginning of something wearing down on this young man.
4: That was a good call. Uh, I forgot that uh, Tennessee was the former Houston Oilers because they mm-hmm. moved to Tennessee. That was a good call. I didn't think about that. That was a very yep. good call there. Yep. Earl Campbell. Yep. Earl Campbell. He was, was a Earl. he was a monster.
0: Yes, he was.
1: Atlanta yes. Falcons. Calvin Ridley steps away from the NFL to work on his mental health. Emerson.
0: Listen, I'm, I'm, my heart goes out to that young fella um, early in his career. Um, I hope, I'm hoping that he can get the help that he needs to be able to address this, this problem. Um, and I'm wishing him the best, you know. Um, he's a tremendous athlete, um, but I think right now this is bigger than football, and I hope he can get all the help that he needs and all the support that he can get. We're pulling for you, Calvin.
1: Mm-hmm. Malcolm.
4: Well, like, I mean, everything with sports today is, you know, mental health and which is you know, eye eye popping because everybody's coming out, you know, and uh, this young man, if he needs that break, hope he gets the help and everything he needs because he's truly one of the great receivers of the game. And it's sad to see that happen, you know, but like you said, your mind and your body, you need to take care of that first. So. Good luck, young man. I hope you get all the help you need. Good luck. Terry. Yeah, I mean,
3: you got to take care of your mental health. Um, Mentally, you have to be there to perform physically. Uh, My heart goes out to him and his family. Um, I hope he gets well. And, you know, I, I like to commend him. Um, I know he did send out something. I think he posted something on Twitter just thanking his teammates and the Falcons organization, the fans, all his friends and family, you know, for their support during this time. So um, just the fact that he took the time out to do that, even though he's going through whatever he's dealing with right now, I think that's, that's very respectful of him.
2: Brian. Yep, and I also would not to like to acknowledge and commend him um, for stepping away and doing what he needs to do, because health, whether that be mentally or physically, is number one. Uh, sports is just as entertainment, it's sports, but knowing that this is a livelihood or a source of income. And to be able to step away and say I have to do what's best for me, got up, got to commend that, and uh, hopefully everything works out for the best for him.
1: Yeah, and I I commend the kid Calvin Ridley for doing that, because we we think of athletes at times, the glamour, the sports, the cars, the the ladies and he basically said you know what that comes last right now my mental health is more important than the game than what all the game can give me I have to take care of myself first and I know his family must be very proud of him so kudos to Mr. Ridley this young man, James Winston of the New Orleans Saints. Surgery on his knee out for the season. Terry. Uh,
3: I, again, another heartbreaking injury, um, not only to the team, but to Jameis Winston. I mean, he seemed to be finding himself this year. Um he became the starter and he, he played well. Um, he had some really good games. Um, I believe they beat the Bucks twice this year. Am I right in saying that? I could be wrong, but I know they did win this past Sunday. Um, but they have some, I mean, they have some options right now to replace them. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think is coming back from a concussion. Uh uh, option that's out there for them. Um, I know he did put his, uh, I guess, straw in the hat. Philip Rivers said he'd be willing to uh, come to the organization, but they haven't reached out to him. Um, so I, I think honestly that um, the the Saint Sean Payton is just he's willing to just play with what he has right now. Um, until he can find the right fit for that offense and the team. I don't think they're going to do go out and do anything crazy, try to pick up somebody, in my opinion. So just, just a,
4: a bummer right now for the Saints. Malcolm. Yeah, the Saints uh, lost a good one. I mean, it's tough losing your starting quarterback. I mean, as anyone who has a good team would know that. I mean, it's tough to win without your leader there, and you just hope that the backup can win and at least do what he is. They're backups for for a reason. That's why they're backups. I mean, so it doesn't last that long. I mean, Sean Payton, Brother T said it best, you know, they're going to have to go with what they got. There's nothing out there in the market. I mean, you know, there's no quarterback truly out there that you could pull – you know, from the grocery store or from the gas station pumping gas to go get you and and learn the plays and do whatever it is you got to do because it's a long process to be a quarterback on that team. I mean, you can find somebody who may know your system that you cut maybe earlier this year, but it doesn't look good for the Saints, but good luck to them, you know, and we'll see what happens. I mean, Sean Payton's a good coach, so let's see what he does with this mix.
1: Mm. emerson uh well malcolm
0: i I need to back you up on that um go backwards a little bit there was a player who was bagging groceries and he was the starting quarterback the, the next week played for the denver broncos that was last i want to say it was last year uh he was working at a grocery store or something one week and then he was the starting quarterback the next week for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I think he only knew two plays. That's,
4: that's when all the quarterbacks had caught COVID that year. They yeah, quarterback he, you
0: know, he only knew two plays, but they were running those two plays. But anyway, back to James Winston. Um, listen, it was it's really sad to see him go down like he did. Um, he was starting to really um, put this whole thing together. I think he was comfortable in that offense. I think Sean Payton made that offense Taylor made for him. And now to see him go down like this, because I thought um, he had really began to uh, see what was going on on the field, his progressions and everything that he was doing as a quarterback and what to be um, what helps you to be successful in the NFL. Uh, It's just sad to see him go down. And um, I hope the league can add some more players. Since you added 17 games, add a few more players to that roster uh, going forward next year. Hopefully they can do that. <laughs> a Lot of injuries this year. A lot of injuries. A lot of yeah. injuries. Yeah.
1: Definitely. <laughs> I'm, all choked, players. I'm all choked up about that. Brian. <laughs> oh, man. It's cold. I feel man. bad it's for cold. Winston.
2: Um like T said, he was playing he was playing well. Um I think uh Sean Payton's offense has shown that he he can make uh a quarterback look uh pretty good. Um I would say one thing, does with this injury and with the quarterback situation, does this throw not so much for this year, but does this throw for next year Watson in the mix for them? Cause their team is right there, they're playing well. Just figuring if you had a good quarterback what they can really be doing. Yeah. Um, so that I D wonder if. Stout. Yeah. So I wonder if that put him in the mix for them for next year. Um, I don't think the wide receiver will be there. So that I think that will even help them give him the money. Um, yeah, they're going to uh, cut him. Michael Thomas, they're going to cut him. Oh, so I don't think. They're
4: going to eat that contract. Hard
2: yeah.
1: hit on the
4: cap. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's gonna
1: gonna like $40 million or. $40 million. Yeah. Well, then you keep them. Yeah,
2: but so that's all I have to say in regards to them. Hopefully, uh, they can continue to win.
1: Um, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, Winston blew out his knee. This was, um, finally his big chance after getting released by Tampa Bay to be ahead, get a chance at another starting job. In the NFL, uh, there was conversation that I had with Emerson a couple of weeks ago about him um, ripping into one of the players on the sidelines. I didn't agree with, but um, I hope <laughs> he's able to rehab his knee and and be able to come back. And I hope he's able to compete next year to get the starting job with the New Orleans Saints. I don't think New Orleans will go after Watson. I think a lot of teams may have a problem on how much money they have. Not money, but draft picks they may have to give up for Watson next year because he's going to be suspended about eight eight or nine games next year. Easy. Easy. They're paying him right now. Houston is paying him right now to stay home. Yeah. So, whoever gets him, you're going to have to give up quite a bit of draft picks. And he's not going to play probably the first eight or nine games. So, time will tell.
2: Do you think Texans cut him?
1: No. Because somebody's willing to give you something for them. You somebody's will let's take a look. Tampa, not Tampa Bay. Um Miami, you always hear Miami's name lurking for Watson. Washington needs a quarterback. I don't see Aaron Rodgers there next year with Green Bay. Mm. Denver needs a quarterback. Carolina needs a quarterback. You're talking about a young man that can get your team to to the playoffs.
0: Are, are the Raiders going to stick with Carr?: Yes. Yeah, I think he might be a lot.
1: i th- I think yeah. Gruden always put fear in car making him feel like you know what you're I'm 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 letting you drive the car but I really don't trust you and I really don't like you taking the car out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this head coach finally got his shot and tell him you know what I believe in you. Go do go do your job. I believe in you.
0: Yeah.
1: Well here's listen man keys, here's the keys to the car.
0: We we got we gotta talk about some of those those wonderful backup quarterbacks that played this weekend, man. I mean, there were like four backup quarterbacks that came in and did led their teams to victory.
1: Um, where would they be next year? Yeah. Maybe at Walmart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> NFL trades. Von Miller of the Denver Broncos traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third round picks in 2022. Was that a good trade, Terry? Uh,
3: It's going to remain to be seen. Um, It's a really good trade if they win a Super Bowl. But with this trade, to me, they they went all in. Um, I think they won't have any first-round selections until 2024 with this. Um, I think they only get like four picks in the next draft. And I think it's like as early or as late as the third round. But I think they see a window of opportunity. Um, some experts have said that they're, you know, they're a favorite to win the Super Bowl. Um, so they're, they're going for it. I don't I don't blame them for that. But again, the downfall is draft picks. And then I don't know how they're going to do if later on in the later years, because now with all these contracts they have, they can't build or develop any um, new talent um, to stay competitive. They're going to have to spend money and it's going to, I think it'll hurt them in the long run, you know, rather than having some rookie, you know, some guys on rookie contracts that they could develop, but we'll see. Um, what are they? Seven and one right now, so that their their odds to get to the Super Bowl look really good, and it's at their home stadium. So they went for it. You can't blame them for it,
1: Malcolm.
4: Ooh, bruh. Come back to me on that one. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Come back, back, to, back you. to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's emotional, man. Oh
4: man,
0: <laughs> Emerson. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we know what um, Von Miller's resume is. Um, he's been a top Pro Bowl um, pass rusher for many, many years. Um, what's left in that tank in Von Miller, I think, is yet to be seen. Um, I know that they have a great rotation, defensive line rotation there with um, the Rams right now and adding him. Um, you're not asking him to play all the downs. Um, he's going to be used as a situational pass rusher, I'm I'm, I'm thinking, um, because they have Leonard Floyd there and some other um, pieces to go along with uh, Donaldson there in the middle. But um, will Devon Miller – will we see the Von Miller that we know? Because he's been hurt, and he hasn't put up the numbers that we've seen him put up. So um, I want to – I'm going to do a wait and see on this one, like Terry – because um, regardless of all the picks that they had to give up and all that stuff that they're not going to have for the next few years, I want to see if the Von Miller that we know is still there. Um, Von Miller, show up and show out, and you'll prove me wrong.
1: Mm. Let's see. (laughs) I'm almost speechless with that. Brian. I like you're the to cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the way I look at it is, like Terry said, they they are all in. They're just putting all the chips on the table. Um, I like the pickup, but I thought it was a bit much for Von Miller at this age in his career. But th- their window is now, and and you can't wait around. When you have the team that's ready, you got to go for it. So I don't knock them. You figure you got Donaldson, you got the uh, corner, you got the uh, the quarterback. So go for it. I can't knock them. I like their team. They on paper they should be able to pass rush very well, which they've already been doing with the blitz too. So go for it. I like it.
1: Mm. Malcolm.
4: The Rams are a solid team. We already knew that before yeah. the trade, before the yeah. trade, no doubt. This made them, you know, their defense even, you know, more better. They're trying to basically corner the market on using their pass rush with four man pass rush as opposed yeah. to a blitz, you know, which can help with Von Miller. will help if he's healthy, you're right. He's not the Von Miller of five or seven years ago. You know, they're getting what they get. And to me, the Rams overpaid for this, and B is right. Uh, you gave them a second and a third this year. They don't have a first round pick for the until 2025. So whatever whatever GM or whoever gets this team, don't even go to your draft. Okay, because you're gonna have nothing. They got one draft pick next year. What whatsoever? One. So you might as well say, yo, whoever's available, just pick them, you know, because right now they're doing nothing. They're gonna wound up trading their players away. What they figure out was the fact that we do terrible in the draft. So let us, you know, trade for all our players and give away all our first round picks and then overpay for our players. Also, you know, when they, when they buy them. cause they overpay for Ramsey. They set the market on, on, on they set the market on yeah. golf and then traded golf. Okay. Yeah. So it's up to them. The Rams, whoever's running that organization is doing a terrible job, but they got players. That's all you can say. They're here and now, right now, no, they would say they're the uh somewhat the they buy their players. They st- they accuse Dallas of that all the time. Dallas have done none of that in the last twenty years, as you can see. We ain't nowhere near the Super Bowl. But my point is, they always accuse other teams of buying teams like that. That's exactly what the Rams are trying to do. They're trying to buy the championship, and it's gonna blow up in their face because they're not gonna have any equity as far as draft picks. And don't be don't be surprised in three to four years if they're in the basement for another four or five years. After, mm. this, after this team basement. is done with, with their players, if they have uh-huh. no equity, no draft equity whatsoever. Mm.
1: Uh-huh. Um, for me, I think that was too much for um, the Rams to give up a second and a third round pick to give Vaughn Miller. I think within six years from now, I think that organization is going to be hurting. Because they're not going to have any young players develop. I give the owner, the owner reminds me of a quiet George Steinbrenner. Mm. Yep. Yep. I'm willing to spend the money. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Mm-hmm. And I'll write the check out. Yep.
0: But everybody wants an owner like that, right? Yep.
1: Not necessarily. No. No, because no, that's not a balance. Mm -hmm. You have a good owner
4: has a good owner has smart, uh, smart people around them, meaning smart people who does it who's a capologist, a smart Mm -hmm. person who who can pick talent and draft Mm -hmm. talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what a good owner does. Uh, Scouting your scouting department helps. Right now, they probably ain't paying attention to college. They said, Mm -hmm. Oh, college is playing. Who knows? (laughs)
1: And, and and here's – and for me, and I'm not saying this because it's my team, Pittsburgh started out with Chuck Noll under a 4-3. Pittsburgh, when Bill Cowher came, 3-4 defense. Under Tomlin, 3-4 defense. From this, From 1969 to right now – Pittsburgh's only had three head football coaches. Mm -hmm. What Pittsburgh wants in players on offense and defense hasn't changed on the offensive line and on the defensive line. What they want in linebackers is having a system to develop your players, to go through the draft. That's Pittsburgh's philosophy. This owner is saying if you want to go out and get the star player, I'm willing to write the check. So the can't so they um the Rams told the owner, Hey, we want to get Von Miller. We want a pass rush basically to go after the Cowboys, yep. to go after Aaron Rodgers. And to go after Tom Brady. Yep. Because we're going to need four horsemen to go after those quarterbacks. Because we're going to need everybody else to play coverage. Play to win the game. Tell me again, Herm. (laughs) Play to win the game. (laughs) That's flash. the bottom it's, line. Flash is lonely at the top. <laughs> <laughs> so I Ooh. think they gave up too. bottom line. I think they gave up way too much. I think if you want to be nice, a fourth round pick, that's it. I And I think even that's too high. I really think Vaughn Miller's about a fifth round pick. Melvin Ingram of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Didn't like how many snaps he was getting. He went it out. Pittsburgh traded him to the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs give up a six-round pick. Emerson.
0: Um, Melvin Ingram is not the Melvin Ingram that we all know. He had a half a sack this year or something like that in one tackle. Maybe one tackle and maybe a half a sack, something like that. I, I don't even know. He has not shown up on paper. He's not even shown up in the locker room on time. Um, They could have just cut him, and I don't even know if anybody would have signed him. But um, somebody always looking for a pass rusher, and they want to light a fire on their player. And um, we'll see what happens with Mr. Ingram. I was a big fan of um, Ingram when he was with the San Diego Chargers, but I just don't know what he has left or if there's anything
1: left in the tank. Well, Pittsburgh did get a six-round pick. Uh, Malcolm, give it give it to us quick on him.
0: Good job,
4: Pittsburgh, get a six-round pick because he has nothing in the tank anymore. I think it's a done deal. I mean, like you said, as long as they got something for him, and it is what it is. Yeah. Terry? Uh, it was a good decision. Uh, we're starting to
3: cause problems within the team, within the organization, so... Uh, They had to do what they had to do. They had to keep the chemistry right on the team. So,
1: good move. Brian.
2: Now, in the words of a Steeler fan who watched the games, I I was hurt because I I liked him on the team. I thought he – on paper, you only seen one sack, but he had a lot of pressures. And he was giving spot duties to J.J. Watt and High Smith on the other side. So T. J. I think Watt. we're gonna miss that. Yeah. So well, yeah, you'll miss it if one of them get hurt. Exactly. Well, TJ Watt is hurt. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I I didn't really particularly like the move, especially just for a fifth round pick. But if they think that's what they do need to do, I uh, I can't go wrong. Steelers seem to know what they're doing most of the time. So we'll see. Yes, I, I, I
1: hated to see um, Melvin Ingram go because in the first first game of the season, they had a, a good chemistry going of reps between TJ, as Brian would say, and Alex Highsmith. And then all of a sudden the reps started going down, down, down. And now the Steelers picked up Taco Bell. From oh. the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Good luck, Good luck oh. with that. No, he
4: wasn't from the Dallas Cowboys. No, he wasn't Dallas, from the Cowboys. Drafted him. Dallas drafted him. Somebody else. The same
1: year, the same year. Um TJ Y. But um let's see what happens. Um quick Talk note about. Deshaun Jackson of the Los Angeles Rams was released, but he cleared, and now he's a free agent. Guys, NFL picks for Week Nine. Hey, Emerson, give me the, give me the Jets and the Colts.
0: Jets, I like Mike White, the backup quarterback.
1: Okay, Falcons. Hey, I, I
2: can tell you, wrong on that one.
1: Right now, you're wrong. Hey, now, chalk that up, folks. Gary,
2: <laughs> loser.
1: Falcons, Falcon Saints.
3: Saints come marching in and get this one.
1: Okay. Malcolm, Broncos, Dallas.
4: Yeah, I'm going to tell you, man. Once again, I don't know how the heck you could go against. Give me a pick, Malcolm. America team. <laughs> Dallas <laughs> Cowboy all the way. Let's go, Cowboys. Uh, I thought you had to <laughs> so steal a hat on done. backwards.
1: Yeah, much. <laughs> Patriots, Carolina, Brian.
2: Patriots.
1: Vikings, Baltimore, Emerson, Baltimore, Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Terry, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Malcolm, Buffalo, Houston, Miami, Brian, Miami, Raiders versus the Giants, Emerson,
0: Raiders, I need you. Beat those Giants. Why? They
1: stink. Chargers <laughs> versus Eagles. <laughs> Terry.
3: Uh Chargers.
1: Uh, Cardinals, 49ers, Malcolm. 49ers. Yeah, I'm gonna go 49ers again.
4: <laughs> yes, I won with them last week. I'm going with the Niners.
1: yeah Revenge game. Revenge game right yeah. here. Titans Jimmy versus G. the Rams. Brian of uh, Rams. And the last one Bears versus Steelers, I'm taking the Steelers. What a surprise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go Steelers. <laughs> but on on a good note, once again we would like to thank our good neighbors next door in Canada. Yes, yes, yes. For thank listening you. and To the lovely people in the Philippines, we thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love y'all out there.
0: And for everybody that
1: watches the show, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, Yes. indeed. Yes, worldwide. Roll call, if you please. We want to thank
0: you for watching our show, but it's the time that we must go. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching. Exo Sports
1: Talk. Woo! Good night, Ace. everybody. Oh God! I hope everybody comes back after that. <laughs> yes, I hope so.
2: I mean, the new intro Thank song you. right ingo, there.
4: Ingo, yeah. ingo, That's bro. the ending song. That's the Read outro. The script, Will you? We need a script. new outro.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Mama told me to stay in school.
0: Oh man! Oh
1: boy!